Okay, you can tell by the title already. We have another episode of WandaVision. We have episode five that just came out, you know, Thursday night, Friday morning. I was able to watch it on Friday, and man, do I have a lot of thoughts about what's going on. If you've seen the episode already, you already know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen the episode, don't watch this episode, okay? There are spoilers that are going to be happening from here on out. I can't talk about any of this show without there being spoilers at all. So I need you guys to know that, okay? So that way no one gets mad at me in case I, I spoil anything for you. Because this episode is littered with spoilers, okay? That's just what it is. There are a whole bunch of spoilers in here. And those spoilers are going to start in 3, 2, 1. Alright, so episode 5. There's a lot going on, you guys. I'll get to the main thing in a little bit, okay? The one, you know, for those of you that have already seen the episode. But for, you know, for what's going There's just, you know, so this, this episode was like the 80s and 90s sitcom. There, I had some growing pains and some full house vibes for sure. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And, you know, this it's just more of this like this sitcom world. But at the same time, you're getting more of the real world going into. Like they're kind of being interspliced at the same time, which is good for the for us, the viewer, because we're getting everything that we want all at one time. We're getting the weird, quirky sitcom. We're getting, you know, the, the intrigue and the mystery from, you know, Agent Wu and Darcy and Monica Rambeau from the outside looking in, trying to figure out what's going on. And we're still getting that level of creepiness, okay? That level of creepiness, it doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. And this episode had a couple really creepy scenes. I mean, the, the for me, the really creepy one was when uh, Agnes, played by Catherine Hahn, comes into the house and she's talking about, you know, being able to watch the twins and then basically, like, she's like, did I run that right? Do you want me to do that again? Basically telling Scarlet Witch that she messed up her lines and she was going to do it again. And Vision's just kind of looking like, you know, like that was, that was pretty creepy. Then the other element of creepiness was when Vision was at work with his coworker. I don't know the coworker's name. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Basically, he zaps his mind and the guy's like, oh, it's hurting. But tell her to stop and he just says her you know inferring you and as the viewer you're thinking immediately it's scarlet witch but i don't necessarily think that it is i think there's more going on here um but that was creepy so there's that that level of creepiness within the show and it's so funny because you'll go from sitcom something really really easy man my hair looks wild today well anyways so you'll go from something really easy and, and something really like you know not too serious and all of a sudden the show like flips on a uh, flips on itself and it becomes like instantly creepy which i think is really interesting and it's something that we've never seen marvel ever do and they're doing it really really well so that was a creepy scene and then uh this scene you know then in, in the real world they're they're having a different a whole bunch of conversations they're trying to figure stuff out they send in a drone from the 80s to knowing that whenever things go into that bubble they automatically change into something that fits the mold of that current time piece so they send a drone in there and Wanda basically takes a drone out and then she leaves the bubble, comes out, she's wearing her full Scarlet Witch garb that she was in Endgame. Basic and then you know, and then these agents of Sword and the, the Commissioner of Sword, I don't know his name, it's some I don't Hackney or something like that. And Monica and Bo, they're kinda of talking to her. They got all these guns at Scarlet Witch and she basically turns the guns on all of them, on turns all those guns onto the, the main person of Sword and like kinda of, you know, it's it was a it was a flex. It was for sure a flex. And basically she says, just don't go in there. You know, like, I'll, I won't hurt anyone. Just don't go in there. You have no reason to go in there. She's definitely lost her mind, right? She's completely lost her mind. And I'm just curious as to what 
what's going on. Because we have four episodes left. This was episode five. There are nine episodes in the season. So we have four episodes to figure out what's going on. Okay, and I, I have some thoughts about what's going on, but I'm going to continue with, with the episode because the next thing that happens is Vision and Wanda are having an argument and Vision's basically questioning Wanda and he's doing all these things. And all of a sudden, Wanda rolls the credits for the sitcom. She just rolls credits. Like instead of having to argue it out, she just rolls the credits, which I thought was really funny and like really clever and one of the best like, you know, ways that they utilize the sitcom within the show so far. She rolled credits. She don't want to have to deal with that shit. But anyways, the argument continues and they're arguing and they're both kind of like hovering over like, you know, with their powers and stuff like that. And they're sitting down. All of a sudden they hear a knock on the door. And then Wanda's like, I'm not doing this. And this is right at about the time Vision was getting to Wanda and really making her understand what was going on. And it seemed like he was really starting to break through to her. And then there's a knock on the door. And in the real world where Darcy is, there's like a, a breach. There's like a, a, an alarm that signals a breach. So somebody came in that shouldn't be in there. Okay. And they open the door, and Wanda looks, like, completely, like, amazed and bewildered, right? And then Darcy kind of, like, looks, and then they go back, and it's Quicksilver. But it's not Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson from Age of Ultron. It is Quicksilver from the X-Men franchise. It is Evan Peters. Evan Peters is now in the MCU, and apparently he's Quicksilver, and he basically says this line like, hey, it's your long lost brother and, you know, stuff like that. But it's Evan Peters and he's Pietro. And then Darcy basically, you know, being a fan like we are, she says, wait, did she recast Pietro? You know, basically saying that. So, okay, just a lot of questions, right? It just makes me wonder, like, is, are the X-Men here? Like, is did they just introduce the X-Men? And, but the thing is about this scene, like, Wanda, she was kind of in awe of it at first. Maybe she she tried to bring in, you know, the Quicksilver that we saw before in Age of Ultron, but she accidentally pulled this version of Quicksilver from a different dimension, which would be the Fox dimension, which, I mean, you know, everything that we've heard about the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out where it's going to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and rumored to have uh, Willem Dafoe and it's going to have Jamie Foxx reprise his role as Electro. Alfred Molina reprise his role as Doc Ock. It makes me wonder, the multiverse is, you know, the multiverse is here. Maybe the first thing that we saw in the multiverse was J. Jonah Jameson, you know, J.K. Simmons' character in Spider-Man Far From Home. But then again, maybe, but that technically it wouldn't be because this becomes before Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home is like five to eight months after the events of Endgame. This is a couple weeks after the events of Endgame. So technically, chronologically, Far From Home is after this, even though it came out in 2019. There's a lot to think about here. You know, I'm not really sure. I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm telling you, when I watched that scene, I was just like overly like, oh my God, like they really did it. Like they, like Evan Peters is here. They brought back Quicksilver. And instantly I started thinking of, uh, of the Sweet Dream song with that scene in uh, X-Men Days of Future Past where, you know, he's running real fast and everyone else is in slow motion. And it's that scene where they're breaking Magneto out of prison. It's a great scene, and Evan Peters kills it as Quicksilver, so I'm just, I hope, I hope, I hope this is actually Quicksilver and Evan Peters, and this kind of brings everybody along slowly. Like, when we have Captain, uh, I keep saying Captain, when we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier next month, that'd be cool if they brought in an X-Men into that, and like, little by little, we get X-Men within these MCU movies, so you can kind of get to know the characters one-on-one, -on -one, unlike what Fox did, and you have these big, you know, movies with not a, with really the only characters that you know anything about are Jean Grey, 
Wolverine, Cyclops, Magneto, and Professor X. That's really the only characters you, you know anything about and the only ones you really give a shit about. Um, however, there is another side to this. The main theory that I've been seeing around and what I've been thinking, what I've been reading is that the main villain in this show is actually Agnes, Catherine Hahn's character. Agnes, they're saying that Agnes is a powerful witch and in the comics she would be named uh, Agatha Harkness and they're condensing that word and creating Agnes for her name. That and given the fact that they don't have any recollection or any record of Agnes, you know, Darcy and, you know, the people outside of the FBI and, and S.W.O.R.D. and everything, they have no knowledge of, of Agnes even existing. So it lends to the fact that maybe Agnes is behind all this, but then it also lends to the fact that Mephisto might be the main person in all of this. Given that in, I think it was episode two, when it was the cartoon version of the theme song for, what, the 70s theme song, when Vision goes through the floor, they have that, that you know, blink and you'll miss it moment of the Mephisto helmet. So they're saying that possibly Mephisto is the one controlling uh, Wanda right now, and, you know, he's the reason why she's, she's doing these things. Because I don't think that she necessarily brought Quicksilver in there. She seems surprised by the fact that he was there you know, genuinely surprised. And I don't think that that was by accident. So it's kind of, I'm curious as to what's going to happen. Like, are we going to see another superhero drop in? Is Dr. Strange going to drop in and help? Uh, which he should have already been there by now. I mean, he can go in there. No, no big deal. He's, he's Dr. Strange. He's super OP, but I'm just really curious. Like either the X-Men are coming right now. Like they're here, like they're right here. And Evan Peters is the first X-Men to come along. Or it's a tease, and it's not actually Quicksilver at all. It might just be Mephisto manifesting himself as uh, Quicksilver. But then to what purpose? Like, they could have just done it as Aaron Taylor Johnson and brought him that way. But, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of confusing because there's a couple different ways you can do this, and I just need more episodes. You know, I don't want to theorize too much. I want to get some ideas out there, but a lot of it is just going to come with us learning more about what's happening, what's going on. And... Man, I'm excited. You know, we have four episodes left. So this week we'll have another, I guess next week we'll have another one. And then so we'll have six, seven, eight, and nine. And that's a lot of time to figure out what's going on. And I am excited. I'm so excited. I don't even, I'm not sure where they're going to go. You know, they can go a million different ways. Um, but I'm just looking forward to it. And I want you guys to get involved on the Instagram and talk to me. You know, tell me what you're thinking right now. Instagram, as always, is at cam.cast or comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, you know, I just want to get your thoughts. I want to see if you have any theories, any working theories, any title. You know, what do you think of the Evan Peters reveal? How did you react to it? I want to know all of it. I want to hear it, you know, because I know there's a lot of fanboys and fangirls out there that nerd out about this stuff just besides me. And I nerd out really hard about this stuff. So I want you guys to join me in that and, you know, join me in the discussions and stuff like that. But I'm excited for next week, and I hope you guys are too, and I hope you enjoyed listening to the uh, to the podcast. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, can you please subscribe? That would help out the algorithm a lot and get me you know, shown a little bit more places if you like what I'm talking about here. That would be a great help to me. I really appreciate that. And make sure you follow on the Instagram. That's where you're going to get a lot of my info. I make a lot of memes, um, have polls up there, you know, get more interaction with a lot of the, the listeners and the viewers out there. That's going to be the main point for me to be doing that. Um, but as always, you guys, thank you for listening. Peace and love.